In the year 1848 of the Common Era, Europe was swept by wave after wave of revolutions. In almost every country, the downtrodden peasants and workers rose up against their oppressors and destroyed the evil system under which they had suffered for so long. Yet even in this struggle for freedom, the Jews, the nation that had been the first to practice the ideals for which the revolutionaries were fighting, the Jews were made the victims. Roving bands of thieves and murderers, whose idea of freedom was the right to steal and harm, often attacked Jewish settlements and robbed them of their last penny. Thus it was that on the day before Pesach of that year, word came in to Eshtetl, in the province of Alsace, that they would soon be attacked by a mob. A wagon with a load of merchandise for Pesach had been stopped by a band of brigands on the road. Instead of looting the entire wagon, they only took a few bottles of wine, because, as they told the driver, the entire shtetl would soon be in their hands anyway, including the wagon load. The driver had fled and hurried to the shtetl. We don't have to worry for a few hours, said the driver, because when I left them, they were all drinking the wine that they had stolen. But soon they will reach us. There are about two hundred of them, and they are armed. The poor Jews did not know what to do. They first thought that they would run home and hide as much as possible of their belongings. But now the sun was going down. It was time for Mincha. The problem was settled for them by Shmuel Leib, the wealthiest householder of the community. First we go to Shul, he said. Then after we finish davening, we will make our plans to defend ourselves, our families, and our possessions from the intruders. After davening, Shmuel Leib outlined the plan. Everyone was to go home, put all of their valuables in a safe place, and then all men would return armed with any kind of weapon they could find, an axe, a knife, or a stick, to the house of Shmuel Leib. My house is the first one they will attack, said Shmuel Leib. The only house before mine that lies on their way is the lowly hut of Aaron the Sheichet, and they will see immediately that there is nothing to be gained from attacking his poor home, but when they come to my house we will, Emir Hashem Yisbarich, give them a battle that they never expected, and we will save our town and our families. A half an hour later, every man in the town gathered at Shmuleib's house, all except Aaron near the Sheichet. Three men, heavily armed for the coming battle, were sent to his house to fetch him. When they opened the door, they were amazed. Seated at the table, surrounded by his family, was Aaron near the Sheichet, celebrating the Pesach Seder. Reb Aaron, they said, why have you not chosen to join us at Shmuleib's house? A band of brigands will soon attack. We must defend ourselves. Yes, I'm aware, said Aranir. But it is Yontif. It's the night of the Seder. It's celebrated tonight in all lands where Jews live. This is Le'el Shemurim, the night on which Jews are protected from harm. I'm sorry, but I cannot join you at Shmuleib's house. Until the danger is at my doorstep, I will not violate the Kedusha of Yontif. The three men were impressed by the courage and convictions 
of the humble butcher. So they turned back. When they returned to Shmuelabes, rather than the peace that was reigning in Aranir's house, there was anxiety. Men were sent out to scout the enemy's position, and after several hours they reported that the entire band was on the march. The spies had overheard the plans of the mob. They would assemble in the town's marketplace and then sound a trumpet to attack. The defenders waited tensely for that moment. The band of brigands approached. Darkness covered the town. Even the non-Jewish inhabitants had extinguished their lamps and hidden their belongings. There was only one gleam of light in that entire sea of blackness. Ara near the Sheikhet's house. The robbers approached. Faintly they heard the sound of singing voices. Aaron and his family were celebrating the Seder. The robbers wanted to attack, but the chief bid them to stay. Taking his lieutenant with him, they approached and looked through the window. And what a scene they saw. Seated at the head of a table covered with a cloth of snow-white linen was Aranir and his wife looking like a king and a queen, whilst all around them sat their royal family of princes and princesses. All of the treasures that they possessed were on the table in honor of Yantif, sparkling silver and crystal dishes. The faces of the children were shining with a light that expressed the freedom that released them from the cares of their everyday life spoke of the glorious past and the glorious future of the Jewish nation. The lieutenant recognized Aaron the butcher. He had often seen him in marketplaces buying animals. He had never suspected that Aranir could be so deeply engrossed in spiritual matters. Well, said the lieutenant to the chief, what are we waiting for? Let's call the gang. But the robber chief was entranced. He realized how wrong it was to harm people that look like Malachim. Slowly he turned to his lieutenant and said, We will leave this town. We will harm no one here. The lieutenant realized that to argue with the chief was dangerous. Fine, he said, but what will we tell the others? Don't worry about that, said the chief. I'll take care of them. They returned to the large mob, and the chief called out, The Jews are using black magic against us. If we don't leave at once, we'll all be lost. Quickly the men turned on their heels and left. And in only a few minutes, not a single robber was left in the town. Jews, of course, do not use black magic. But the chief's power over his gang was absolute. After the last invader left, several shadows appeared from the darkness around Aran near the Sheikhet's house. These were two of Shmuelab's spies that were watching the enemy's activity. They returned to Shmuelab's house and told everyone of the amazing incident. The butcher Aranir and his family were still sitting at the Seder table, completely unaware of the danger that had just been averted. It was a great surprise when Shmuelab came in and shook his hand gratefully. When they explained why they had come and why they were so grateful, 
Ara near the butcher said, It was nothing that I did. I simply made the Seder in the way that I was supposed to, and Hashem did his part. You see, it was a Le'el Shemurim after all. Thank you.